This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. It's the Now News Panel on AMI-tv. I'm Dave Brown alongside Juita Gupta and Michelle McQuig. One more topic on deck for you, and it comes from the world of entertainment. Taylor Swift fans in Canada have another chance to get back together. Forget a cruel summer in 2024. It'll be back to December in Vancouver. That's right, Tay-Tay is bringing the Eras Tour to BC Place December 6th, 7th, and 8th in 2024. It's good news for some fans, but it also poses a bit of trouble, trouble, trouble. Face value on the tickets are in the hundreds of dollars. You're looking at minimum 350 to 400. That's if you're lucky enough to get tickets at face value. The cheapest real resale ticket for her 2024 Toronto shows Nearly $1,400. There's very little blank space left in the coverage of the rising cost of living. But what about the cost of entertainment? Is it a champagne problem or something worthy of bad blood? Michelle, what's your observation about the rising cost of entertainment? Concerts, streaming, movies, guys, sports, dinner, etc. Guys, he's been waiting hours, days for this. Just FYI. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, it's a thing. It's real. I, I I went to the Barbie movie with a friend a few weeks back and it was what, like 40 bucks all in for everything. And we like, we split popcorn. It was, people have griped about this forever, but a night at the movies used to be the cheap date used to be the inexpensive way to do things. That's now not a thing. Um, so you up for Netflix, those subscriptions keep going up. Uh, concert tickets are a whole other thing. I, I, I don't even remember the last time I was willing to go to a show because it was just, it's just exorbitantly expensive almost all the time. Even just club shows are, are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, Michelle, like, that, that's, that's, that's a great like, observation right there. Going to see some like mid tier club band is going to like run the you for, yeah, it's going to run you 40 or 50 mm -hmm. bucks yeah. these days. It's mm -hmm. it's bonkers. Anyway, so, so it, it's it's real. Like we 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 gripe about it. It's not something we think about. It will never get the kind of attention like the parliamentary committees that you know bread price fixing would, would has have have triggered. But it's real and it's a problem because frankly, in the world we're in, people could use some breaks. <laughs> yeah, Juita, Michelle hit it right there because I do think that although entertainment could be perceived as a champagne problem, it is still important that people get escapism mm -hmm. here and there. And it really strikes me the affordability of escapism is really starting to run away from the average person. Yes, it is. And I think you're not going to find, again, too many people who disagree that the Netflix subscription has gone up or the price of a movie theater ticket has gone up. And I think it really speaks to the fact that uh, it's not so much the artists, but more uh, this whole resale market around tickets that has become yeah. the real problem. And I think that is something that uh, could warrant some government intervention. I mean, you got to wonder how a ticket that was $350 or $400 at face value ends up being resold for almost three times that price. And we're not just talking about 
um, you know, concerts, but also uh, for sporting events. Oh, yeah. so those tickets yeah, get yeah, yeah. snapped up oh, my like God. this yeah. and they get resold. I mean, it's a really good thing. I have zero interest in sports. <laughs> otherwise, I'd be blowing the budget well, left, well, right, well, and Juita, let me cite an example for you. Uh, I was trying to get my dad some World Series tickets. He's in Arizona right now. The Arizona Diamondbacks were, in Arizona, uh, were, were playing a World Series game in Phoenix this week. Uh, $835 for the cheapest resale ticket available when Holy face value smokes. was like 80-ish bucks. Wow. I love Insane. you, Dad, but I don't love you that much. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's terrible. It's really awful. And I think that's really somewhere that government can get involved because it, it, entertainment, because the thing with concerts is historically concerts used to promote record sales. Now, of course, if you're an artist, no one's buying albums anymore unless you are into vinyl. So that revenue stream has all but dried up. CDs are a goner, a thing of the past. Cassette tapes, what cassette tapes? Uh, and so now you really get a lot of streaming. And if you're an artist and you're putting your music out over a streaming platform, you're making sense per download mm. so the concert really has become the way for artists to make money and even as artists use the concert as a revenue generating mechanism it still doesn't justify the kind of prices we're seeing today so i'm going to say this you know is, is it record labels because you know yes artists do have an obligation to push back if they can but that's the minority of artists who have that kind of cloud yeah, but the majority yeah. of artists are beholden to uh, some conglomerate, some record player company, some record label. So I don't know how much pushback they really they have. So I understand why concerts are important to artists from a revenue standpoint, but it doesn't excuse these yeah. prices. Michelle, you're only going to have about a minute for this answer because I want to get all of you guys out of here by uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. But I want to put a little bit of a preamble on this in terms of the obligation of the artist, because I do believe they have some obligation, but they're also in a very tricky situation because now there are a lot of third parties involved. Uh, U.S. Congress had some hearings earlier this year about Ticketmaster and Live Nation and venue fees and the things that are being charged of artists to put on a show at a major venue. So I think right now the whole system has a lot of third parties nibbling away at the fringes that's putting artists in a really cruddy situation. But I do think they probably do have some artists, uh, some obligation to try and push back the ones at least who have clouts and a lot of them are not. <laughs> a lot of them are riding that's that it. wave. But Michelle, what, what do you think the obligation of an artist is in this scenario yeah i i am with you i think that this conversation is moot for the bulk of them who wouldn't have who don't feel they have you know whose risk is too steep for them to speak up but someone like a taylor swift i i would love to see a little more pushback on the this kind of thing because yeah i agree it's not only does it build really goodwill with the fans when the artist becomes an advocate but this is an industry problem and this is the industry in which they're playing and and when any major powerful voice in any industry speaks up that's usually when change starts to happen so yes i really do think that the industries are the leading players here they're the ones that generate the revenue that get people into the seats so uh for those who who can i would love to see a little more action on that front yeah guys out of time as always never an opportunity to fully explore the last topic but that's okay because the first two were so darn meaty michelle you have a lovely weekend talk to you on monday morning for the weekend news recap you bet. Have a good weekend. And Joita, you enjoy your weekend as well. I hear you're going to be in the AMI offices on Sunday. I will not be coming to visit. <laughs> yes, thank you. Have a good weekend as well. <laughs> That's Michelle McQuig, the weekend news editor at the Canadian Press. And Joita Gupta is the host of The Pulse on AMI audio coming up after the break a couple of interesting stories in the regional news update including a crackdown on magic mushrooms in uh, the vancouver area and brock richardson stops by for a sports chat this is now with dave brown on ami tv and my girl taylor swift with cruel summer it's cool.
Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.